interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning, the following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Back again, the Words on Fire podcast coming to you uh, from this hot ass day in El Paso special edition, mm-hmm. episode 50, I think it is now. Uh, Something like I'm that. not keeping count. I lost uh, count. Uh, you're, you're, you're too good for <laughs> well, that. We've had too many. Yeah, we've had too many already. <laughs> we had too but, many great episodes, <laughs> yeah. too many uh, uh, Nobel Prize winning episodes. Uh, it's your boy Cujo. My man Vince is here. Today we got a uh, special, special guest, the lady known as El Paso's sweetheart. Which I figured it was. Uh, I, I've been trying for like six years to get her on here, and oh <laughs> even though we barely started last year, <laughs> even though we barely started last year, um, I thought it was evident. You know, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be repping the nine one five. It's only right to bring this um, young lady on, IBF champion on the uh, featherweight division, right? Yes, IBF sir. champion Miss Jennifer Han. Thank you guys for having me. I'm hey, it's honored to be here. Yeah, that's our, that's our cheap sign yeah, effects because yeah. we got no budget. <laughs> we want like a $3 budget and we spend it all on waters. Um, so, Jen, starting it off, you've it's been, uh, I know you, you had a whirlwind of uh, events lately. I know I've been trying to get a hold of you guys for at least, I want to say, the last few months or so. Right. And, I, and I know your schedule is hectic. I know your schedule is crazy. Mm-hmm. You just got back from an issue in Colorado. What were y'all doing up in Colorado? So we got to participate in the All-America City competition. Okay. El Paso was one of the top 20 finalists. And okay. they got to, um, we got to compete and present our, our city and show everybody how amazing El Paso is. Okay. And our theme was City of Champions. Yeah. So they brought me along. Of course. Which is a huge honor. And we made it we won we yeah. are an all-america city for 2018 so what exactly does the all-america city consist of like what what's what's the background to like what mm-hmm. says what makes el paso stand out so much as the all-america city so for our competition we we had three main points it was the housing authority it was um library. the library and mm-hmm. what was the third one Yes, the Neighborhood Association. So how we come together as a community, how we build up. So everybody that was on the presentation Mm -hmm. shared their story. Okay. So I shared mine because obviously I'm born and raised in El Paso. I'm very proud to be from El Paso, and I Mm -hmm. am the only world champion professional boxing. Um, Some stories shared, like Eileen Eileen Martinez was amazing. She, She left everybody in tears during the presentation because of her rough background that mm-hmm. she she was brought into this world by her father had passed away her brother passed away but she overcame all of that and became the national champion for chess in okay. her middle school so it just showed everybody's story in el paso mm-hmm. on how we overcome challenges okay. and mm-hmm. it brought out the best in our community and mm-hmm. in education everything so yeah. we 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 blew everybody out of the water. Nice. We were amazing. Who were who your main competitions in this? Like um, other cities? What other cities suck? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, how many, there how many were, cities are selected as an all There were 20 city? cities that 20 made cities? that made the... The cut? The cut. Okay. But how many were selected? They picked 10 out of them, but 
Yeah, this was throughout the whole United States. It was amazing. And the cities, oh gosh, I should know this. I don't remember. (laughs) There were a lot. There were so many cities. You see, that that voice we hear in the background is uh, is, uh, Roman. Who said he didn't want to get on, but he's been talking yeah, more than we have. <laughs> he's been talking more he's than talking, we have. He's been but. talking more than I have, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to turn the mic on. Uh, low budget. Low budget, I'm telling you. <laughs> we'll share your mic, bro. Yeah. We'll share your mic. <laughs> Sit on Jennifer's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her to hurt me. <laughs> right? You don't catch a roundhouse. Uh, well, I, I guess to explain it, it's a, it's a civic engagement kind of thing. So... With that, with that said, uh, the city had asked us, and they'd kind of approached me um, to see if Jennifer was interested in participating. We already do a lot of stuff. She does a lot of stuff with the housing authority. Right. So she gives up a lot of her time. They have a big backpack drive, and she goes and meets people and, and does motivational speeches. So yeah. they just thought it was like a perfect marriage, and I thought, mm-hmm. man, if we could fit in her schedule, she mm-hmm. had a lot yeah. of training. So it, it worked out. But, uh, yeah, there was, there was a bunch of cities involved. Uh, everybody was great. It's kind of just... Uh, really trying to get more people around the country on the same page, like mm-hmm. civic leadership. And they basically bounce ideas from each other. Okay. So it's still collaborative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a competition. Okay. So, so it's, it's like you said, so it's a city of champions. And it's, it's unusual to hear when you talk about a professional boxer being disinvolved in the community. Because a lot of the times when you become, like I know one of the names always come out, you know, Money Mayweather came out of Detroit or uh, – Flint, Michigan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so as yeah. far as everybody else knows, he hasn't ever been back. <laughs> he moved out to Vegas, and now that's <laughs> yeah, that's his home. And he beats yep. you know, and he does whatever he does. Um, the rumors around what you see on TV from him is not exactly what he really is. You, you know, he's selling a character, right? And mm-hmm. he's making billions and billions of dollars on top of it. Yes, he is smart, but not necessarily. You know, he's not like I said, the civic leader. Why is it so important for you to be? that involved in your community i'm very proud to be from El Paso, and i love giving back to my community yeah. and i'm still very much involved in the community you know i teach martial arts mm-hmm. um the youth looks up to me i always get invited to speak at schools and go to events and that makes me proud to represent our city yeah and to have the kids look up to me because we are an amazing and talented city. We just don't yeah, get a mm-hmm. lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. We don't get the recognition that we deserve. So for the kids to see me and for me to open those doors for them, I'm very happy to do it. You see, that's awesome because I know that's one thing that we've talked about, myself and Vince have talked about you know, over and over on the podcast. That I think mm-hmm. El Paso is such a major city with such a small town mentality for mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. fucking reason. And we got people, I mean, we got almost what almost yeah. uh three quarters of a million people or something like that, that yeah. live here. i mean there's yeah it's yeah. a huge it's huge but it's, yet, it's not to mention not to mention like the, the sister, sister city, city. yeah mm-hmm. um Juarez, mm-hmm. yep. like all the people that cross over yes. you know what i mean and there's still there's u.s citizens that live out there mm-hmm. not only just because that's where they have to live and they cross over they do what they have to do they work over here they train over here they people that are here. yeah mm-hmm. they go to school over here so and that's the thing with us and i think within our city we do it to ourselves it's yep we Whenever we see someone big, make it big, we're like we turn them down. Yeah, we we turn them down. Right. And and that's the thing. It, it's instead of like boasting on them, it's like, oh, you know what? I can do that. You know, what right. I, mean? I, I can be um, that person supporting and, and, each yeah, other, building supporting each other. Each other. Yeah. Um, but it just it just seems that people get jealous when you see someone yeah, someone coming easy. from a city like El Paso, as small as it is, and then they blow up. It's like, ah, oh, well, you know what? I know that person in in reality, and they're not that. The, the the person they perceive to yeah. be, you know what I mean, Take, and and that's the thing. Like, we just need to be more of a community that yes. just helps each other out. 
Yeah, because take, t- take, for example, David Rodriguez, when he was on top mm-hmm. of the world here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. He was knocking everybody and their mother out, anybody that was near him. But anytime, the, the, as soon as he went out to, he had that incident, what, in Phoenix or Tucson, where he got that bar fight, mm-hmm. yeah. got caught up. Then after that, you know, everything's kind of started spiraling down. Anybody that, that, that after that incident or prior to that incident, since he was early on top of it, anybody that would talk about him be like, oh, that dude's an asshole. He's a fucking yeah. prick. Fuck mm-hmm. him. And this and that. I was like, dude, he might be what, what you're saying, but he's what El Paso is kind of known for right now. You know what I mean? Right. Why bring him down when you have somebody that actually puts that 915 on their back, mm-hmm. gets in the ring? I mean, first of all, to get in the fucking ring, that is fucking, that takes a lot of balls. Yes, it does. That mm-hmm. takes a lot of balls. <laughs> and then, to, to, <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's just, that's just to spar. That's not even to fight right. in front of X amount of thousands of people. You know what I mean? And then when you get that extra pressure, and when you get that extra audience around you, it's like, God damn, like mm-hmm. right before now, I can run out at any fucking time if I want or fake an injury. Mm-hmm. But he had the balls to go up there. You know what I mean? Right. Win, yeah. lose or draw blood, sweat and tears. But yeah, we're, we're, it's easier to knock him down. How how do you feel with you know El Paso being so overly Mexican populated, the machismo <laughs> and shit, and El Paso's known for the only champion that we have is a female? Right. How does that make mm-hmm. you feel? You know what? It it doesn't bother me so much because my family, um, we all grew up doing martial arts. Yeah. And I have a very strong support system. Mm-hmm. And for me, it wasn't strange that a female's competing in martial arts or kickboxing right. or boxing or taekwondo. And it, it was just the mindset. You train hard, you do your best, and you try to win. Mm-hmm. So um, I obviously, I do live in El Paso, and I do I am a part of this culture. So right. I do see mucho machismo here. <laughs> but... Um, the people that train with me, my coaches, mm-hmm. my fellow teammates, they've all been very supportive and they're all Mexican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're they don't see me as, you know, as a girl training. They see right. me as a champion training. Right. Mm-hmm. And um so I'm not gonna say that I'm not affected by it, but mm-hmm. I've overcome it and yeah. um I'm here to stay the champ. I'm here to be the best that I can be and I'm here to learn from everybody. And my team is great. Yeah. I, I've been truly blessed to have you know, the best coach, Lou right. Burke, is amazing. He's out mm-hmm. of Las Cruces. Cruces, right. Mm-hmm. And then my teammates, I have teammates from El Paso, Juarez, Las Cruces, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they come and they give me their best, and that's why I'm the best. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, because if I were you, I'd be you know what, fuck you guys. I'm a fucking female. <laughs> I'm making this. I'm the champ. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd, I'd walk around with that ego. Like, yeah. right. like if I were you, I don't know if you did this when you won your belt, but I would sleep with that son of a bitch for like a year. <laughs> like anywhere I'd go, you know what I mean? You know, even if I'm getting down with my old lady, it's like, yo, watch my belt. Watch my belt. <laughs> this is a threesome now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, shit, I'm champ. You know what yeah. I mean? Yes. But now when you get that belt, is it specifically made as a brand new for you? Or is it, or do they give you, like, the dude's last no. sweaty or yeah. the, the girl's last sweaty ass belt? <laughs> no. No? This is my belt, and it's beautiful. Mm. It's absolutely beautiful. I thought about bringing it. But Roman was like, no, you don't have to bring it, but I'll bring it next time and you guys will <laughs> okay. get to see it. It's it's amazing, and I'm very, very proud to have it, But and I share it with everyone. Mm. You see it? Yeah. I always have to dust it off because I got fingerprints all over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So since you're talking about your family, I know your family is well-known, well-established here in El Paso um, for the uh, martial arts academy that you have. Um, shout out to the Han family. The name of the establishment is Hans are into martial arts. My my brother actually just opened a, a location on the west side, and it's Hans Martial Arts. Okay, so but that that's a uh, AB or AB. Yes. AB. Yes. Man, that, 
he got robbed in that uh, Sergio Mora and the uh, ESPN. I agree. Yeah. I was fucking livid. And and, and I was, yeah, but that's that's for another that's another story for another day. Yeah, but he got robbed. I was like, man, come on, man. The one dude from El Paso finally gets on and y'all take his shit. Yeah. Can't give him the due diligence. That's some bullshit. But yeah, I I, you know what? It, I've seen AB. He's he's got a fantastic jab. Smart cat. Yes, he is. And then uh, I've seen some of your fights lately too. The last fight that you had with uh, oh shit, I can't no, remember her name. Crespo. El, Crespo. Crespo. Crespo? Elizabeth Crespo. Yeah, Crespo. I was seeing her. I was like, dude, this girl is dirty as shit. <laughs> and and the whole time I was, and, and it's funny because when I, I don't know, I'm sure you do this when you when you watch a fight, you start talking to the TV and you start you know yelling out. Mm-hmm. And I was yelling, you know, and, and I'm at work doing this, so I'm right. at work watching this shit. I was like, don't get mad, Jen. Jen, don't yeah. get mad. She's getting frustrated. Yep. Although she about to spin house kick this chick. I fucking feel it. <laughs> fucking feel the MMA or the karate is going to come out. <laughs> I wish I could kick him in my head. That would be awesome. Have you ever had that that, in, that that want to just, you know, fuck it, let me release a kick, see what happens here? So when I first started, um, when I first started competing in boxing, yeah. it was very difficult not to kick. It was very tempting, mm-hmm. um, especially when you see them open. Yeah. But I've been boxing for 18 years now and mm-hmm. I can turn it on and off pretty easily. <laughs> so how old were you when you first like started like Boxing? Martial arts, like just martial arts. Five years old. My dad started me and my brother together. AB's fifteen months younger than me, so mm. he was four and I was five. Okay, damn. And so then, so you've been fighting your whole life. So it's almost out of the womb you've been fighting, huh? Mm-hmm. Damn. So does that get competitive within your brother? Because you're what? You're one of five, right? <laughs> one of yes. five children. I'm the oldest out of five, yeah. and me and AB are the closest in age. Mm-hmm. So we had lots of fun together. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I remember reading an article where where AB would say that he'd show up to school with a black eye, and people would be like, "Hey, what happened?" I was like, "Nah, well, you know, Jennifer got lucky." <laughs> and then nobody would tell him. Chick is like, "Yeah, I should probably kick my ass too." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, when you start, I guess your martial arts. Um, were you just doing one thing or were you doing like just several things at the same time? So my dad, um, he's done martial arts and uh, he's Korean. So obviously mm-hmm. Korean martial arts with so Taekwondo, Hapkido, mm-hmm. Um But we do a little bit of karate as well. So he kind of combined all the styles and we did karate tournaments, Taekwondo tournaments, um, mm-hmm. kickboxing tournaments and had a blast. It was amazing. But being a female... My competition was limited. Mm-hmm. When I couldn't fight boys anymore, I couldn't fight anybody. Mm-hmm. Boxing was so much more well organized, and I got as soon as I started competing in boxing, I get to fight all over the world. I got to fight um, on the U.S. national team, and it was just amazing. So many doors open because boxing is so mm-hmm. well organized. Yeah, and do you still catch yourself, I guess, doing other martial arts like on spare time, or so do you train with other martial arts, or do you just? Strictly boxing. No, no. Well, okay. So my coach doesn't want me kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Only at home. Yeah. Because <laughs> he says that gives me bad habits for boxing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, he, and actually he could tell right away. He's like, you need to stop kicking in class. No sparring, kickboxing. Um, but my family business is martial arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we teach martial arts every day. So it's difficult not to um have those bad habits in boxing because that's what i do i teach martial arts right yeah. but slowly and surely i'm getting better at it i think because <laughs> yeah, i was i was like one of the main things that we were talking about when the whole mcgregor oh. mayweather fight happened yes like uh, we think that was a mcgregor's gonna, mcgregor's going to 
throw a kick. Just uh, right, habit. right, right, right. He should have. He should have. And, and even then, you still sound like trying to throw some. Yeah, some right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst that was gonna happen? They're gonna so, let him so box that, again. That's Fuck. what I was He's saying. He's like, a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew up like when you grow up doing martial arts, and then you stay to one thing like boxing. It's like I feel like just your habits uh, stick in. You know what right. I mean? no. Just like kicking do a little kick here and there or an elbow it's here and there it's muscle memory yeah it is muscle memory and I actually after um, after my training camp is done and the competition is done I'll take a rest because obviously if I got cut or whatever I need yeah. time to heal and when I come back to the gym Louis on me for the same mistakes that you know come back from I'm not even training in martial arts but it's just muscle memory it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's ingrained in me so I have to work really hard not to stand up tall like a kickboxer yeah you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. I was about to say that. I, see, yeah. I saw that in the last fight when you yes. were coming out the clinch. I was yes. like, ah. yes. I was like, Jen, put your it's, fucking chin yes. down. <laughs> it's it's hard to break those, those habits. habits. Yeah. It is. It's very yeah. difficult. So what what? So I know like uh, I'm not too much of a martial arts guy. This is his field, but I know you have your, you know your different degrees, your 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 belts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. What what do you hold? What I um, have black belts in Hojimoso, Hapkido, and Taekwondo. Okay, and there's different degrees to that, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So what? fifth degree in Hoji Muso, third degree in Taekwondo, and third degree in Hapkido. Hoji Muso. Hoji Muso. My dad's. My dad's. Delicate. It <laughs> is. It sounds is. like that sushi roll. <laughs> How do you eat that? <laughs> How do you eat that? <laughs> what is that? My my dad. Um, his teacher is from Korea. Okay. Grandmaster Myung, mm-hmm. and he developed a very um like it's kind of like a combination of Hapkido and uh, Aikido, different. Asian martial arts okay. but it's more circular so it's the circular motion martial art mm-hmm. so he he named his art Hojun Muso okay and and I'm American through and through so my Korean pronunciation is not the best <laughs> neither so is I'm ours probably, neither is ours we're Mexican and that shit's all fucked up yeah so I'm saying it the best that I can but I'm sure my dad would be like no that's not, not how you say it but um <laughs> He's gonna kick you out of the family. Maybe, I was like, you can't maybe. say it, maybe. Jen. Don't bother coming back. We're, we're good. But my dad's teacher, he's amazing. He comes to El Paso usually once a year to come in and help us with our techniques so that we okay. keep advancing. And yeah, he's the best. I love him. Damn, that's crazy. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm fucking hungry. I haven't ate since like fucking Wednesday. I'm fucking starving. Dude. <laughs> so what is that? So I know, like right now, are you training it for next a next fight coming up or? I am training and oh, you're just training to are you training for a fight or are you training just to stay active? No, I'm training for a fight. I okay. was I was really hoping to fight this summer, but um you know, negotiations and boxing is much harder than <laughs> yeah. actually boxing. <laughs> right. So it didn't happen, but um I'm waiting for good news soon because I would like to fight before my mandatory. Yeah. And I would love to fight here in El Paso so everybody can cheer me on, but whatever comes, I'm ready for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So are you thinking about how, how is it hard to unify? I guess it's, it's for both of you guys. Is it hard to unify the belts because of so many people trying to go mm-hmm. X amount of ways and not wanting to either fight or because it doesn't make sense uh, financially or right. you know what I mean? So unification, that would be like a dream come true for me. Yeah. Hands down a dream come true. I, I've been wanting that for a long time. And I know the other champions in my division would love a unification battle. <laughs> Absolutely. Who doesn't want to collect another championship? Right. But that's not the hard part. The fighting, like I said, is not the hard part. Okay. It's the negotiating, dealing with both teams, coming together mm-hmm. to decide where you're going to fight, how much you're going to fight, when mm-hmm. you're going to fight, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So that all that drama is the most difficult part, 
hands down in boxing. So then to unify, you have two other champions in your division, yes. right? Uh, Jelena... Mergetimich. Yeah, I ain't going to try to say that. And uh, <laughs> Cindy Serrano, who's a Puerto Rican. Yes, I think yes. you could kick her ass just because she's Thank Puerto you. Rican. because <laughs> <laughs> Vince is Puerto Rican, too. I think you could kick his ass, too. <laughs> Only half Puerto Rican, though. Yeah, he's, he's half Puerto Rican. I think you could kick his ass, too. Oh, my God. Out of those two, if you were if you were to be able to be like, all right, let's give you one of these two people. Who would you rather prefer? I like Jelena because she's got the WBC and WBA. Ah, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That's the way. Get more for less. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> that would be amazing. Make it happen. Definitely. As of that's it, I'm I'm gonna make it happen. We're gonna put on the podcast. <laughs> Jelena Maracovich, whatever the fuck her name is. The challenge is out. No. If if Jennifer doesn't get a hold of you, I'll kick your ass. No, <laughs> when, it come, when it comes to boxing. Um, I know the whole negotiations thing. That's like the, the hardest part. Yes. Now, would you prefer something like, like the UFC, where you always find like the number one contender? That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be huge. Um, boxing is like it's just so much more difficult because mm-hmm. everybody has to, everybody has to come to an agreement, yeah. and there's too much drama, too many people to mm-hmm. deal with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if we could do it like the UFC, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, because that's one thing that I like about the UFC. What, what led me to UFC? It's, you know what? You're always finding the best. Mm-hmm. You're always finding the best, and there's no sidestepping everything, right, like negotiations right. or anything. Like the whole Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Ugh. It's like it, it just seemed too overdue. Like yeah, everyone got older. Overdue, yeah, absolutely. Everyone got older, and it's just <laughs> but, like, but we're still there. Yeah, well, yeah, we're <laughs> still there. <laughs> but we still went. Hey, same thing with the same thing with the McGregor Mayweather fight. I still saw it. I still saw it. Yeah, you did. But, um, no, that was a sideshow. Yeah. Hey, I enjoyed the sideshow. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. Side, well. side shows make money. Yeah, you know what yeah I mean? and that's the, true. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. It wasn't the first you know time it happened. Ali did it back in the day, mm-hmm. and I think against uh, Japan, was it or Korea? I can't remember. It was against some wrestler or some shit like that. So I mean, it's it's you know, it makes dollars. It makes sense, bro. Right. That's what this world's about. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, going. To, have you ever thought about going that venture, going into like the MMA, since you have that mm-hmm. background in martial arts? So I. Hands down, I love kickboxing. I love everything standing up. Mm-hmm. But I have zero experience on the ground. And people always ask me, um, if I train on the ground, mm-hmm. then I can compete. Yeah. But I have respect for the sport. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a kickboxer. I'm a boxer. I'm ready for MMA. Right. I have to be well-rounded in all the sports. Mm-hmm. And my siblings are pretty <laughs> amazing because they do have wrestling background. Okay. They don't have the, the jiu-jitsu or the locks down, but... Um, I do not. I'm not experienced on the ground, mm-hmm. and I've seen what people can do on the ground. And until I train and I'm proficient, at least defensively, yeah, mm. um, I'm not gonna compete in MMA. But Roman's been talking to me. Maybe he can hook me <laughs> up with a trainer, and maybe I'll start doing it because women in MMA get yep. huge opportunities, yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's amazing what yeah. what Ronda Rousey did for women's MMA. Oh, for yeah. women's just for women in general. Yeah. In general, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And boxing still, we're working hard, and mm-hmm. it's slowly, slowly moving forward. Mm-hmm. But MMA, they do an amazing job. I love how that they always promote their fighters. Yeah, yeah. They're not like, oh, well, since they're not undefeated, they're mm-hmm. trash. Right. Mm-hmm. Boxing yeah. always trashes their fighters for the smallest yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. MMA, I, I'm, I admire them so much because they promote their fighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They find the best qualities and that's what they promote. Yeah. And they're always, yeah. they're always and, televised. Yeah, and you can always have like a fighter that has like three losses, but if the, the person they fought within those three, right. three, three losses, if it was a great fight, you know what, we're going to promote the fuck out of this fight. That's because right. Because this fight was awesome. 
we want to see this shit again. Yeah. And they share their their qualifications. They mm-hmm. share why they're such a special fighter. Yeah. And the public falls in love with them. Mm-hmm. They yeah. want to mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boxing has a long way to go on that. Air, Have you looked into um, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu? I haven't. Well, no? he's talked to me. Mm. The fuck is that? 10th Planet. It's run by Eddie Bravo. Okay. I, I haven't Eddie been there. Eddie Bravo's out of Los Angeles. Yeah, he's out, he's out of LA, but so like, they're, they're, the 10th Planet, they have different locations there all over the, all over the US all, all over mm-hmm. the world you know mm-hmm. what I mean like 10 and, maybe like 10 just call 10 name. Planet no? <laughs> just call 10 Planet oh, all right. it's uh, Eddie Bravo he's all a conspiracy theorist it's, oh, uh, it's, like a, it's a whole thing <laughs> I like him already it's a, it's a whole thing <laughs> <laughs> but no but from what I hear 10 Planet it's a good it's a good um, place to get train. started mm-hmm. with just a good place to train and for they even, they, well, yeah for okay. MMA he has um he actually has um fighters that fight in MMA here in El Paso Oh, nice. Yeah. But so that, that may be something if you want to look into. So if right. you have a chance a good place. with Ronda Rousey in a straight-up fight, no ground game, would you be able to kick her ass? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, we Ronda's saw it. Overrun. We saw it. Yeah. We yeah. saw yeah. it with uh, Holly Holm. Holly Holm. Holly would you be able to take Holly Holm? I think I could take Holly Holm a good kickboxing match, but yeah. she's quite a bit bigger than me. But yeah, I was about yeah. to say, how, yeah, much is, how much is she? Is she 140? More than that? I think she walks at 140. Yeah, she's she's a bigger she's a bigger fighter. Yeah, um, and I have a lot of respect for Holly. She's done amazing things throughout her career. Yeah, and she she's such a hard worker. Because she's out of what Albuquerque, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's not. Too I, far I fought out. against her teammates, but like I said, you know we're in way different weight classes. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love the opportunity to spar Holly anytime. Any Damn. Day. Now, is there a fighter that you would like to like aside from Holly Holm? Like you know what? Like oh, I want to spar against her. That specific sparring, person. yeah. I Who would you want to call out right now. Yeah. <laughs> sparring, I don't, I don't mind sparring. Sparring is a great learning tool, mm-hmm. and I love sparring. Like I get mad at my coach when he doesn't have people lined up for me to spar. So I unfortunately don't get a lot of opportunities to spar with girls because there's not that many in this area. Right. But all the guys that I spar with, they bring their A game, and I'm telling you, if I didn't have them as my teammates. I wouldn't be where I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they give, they try to tear my head off. So yeah. that's what I need. Yeah, because I, I know I've seen like uh, when Canelo was fighting. I know they they said uh, when uh, he was going to fight Triple G the first time before the roids and everything, that they would bring in heavyweights because they expect that they said that Triple G hits like a fucking heavyweight. Right. Mm-hmm. So they would bring in heavyweights for Canelo to spar, and they said that he, that he was dismantling them or whatever. Right. Um, does that happen a lot to you? You have not only do you have that gender difference, but you have a higher you you fight people that are a heavier weight than you are. When yes. you're sparring? Yes. Did you have you sparred a uh, trout? I know that's yeah, a boy. I spar, Austin? Austin's my teammate. I spar yeah. him all the time and he usually does defense against me, but he's such a slick southpaw. He's yeah. so hard to spar. Mm-hmm. He's so hard to touch. He had Canelo on the ropes. Then yes. he mm-hmm. had to look like he gassed out. Well Canelo was gassing out real quick that he got caught. Yep. And I was like, damn, he has him. And I was I'm a huge Canelo fan. Right. And when I saw it, I was like, fuck, Canelo's gonna go down. And then he yeah. just got caught with that one right, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> there goes Chris. I think we're going for Triple G. Huh? Yeah, hey. Triple G is my man. Triple G, <laughs> dude. What's that to love about him? He looks like a little fucking eight-year-old kid, and he's fucking like 65. You know what I mean? You know what? He's 65, and he can whoop your ass. Like, how can the you not love that? I, the only reason I go for Canelo, I like Triple G also, but no, you don't. I go for Canelo because he's Mexican. Uh, now I'm half Mexican, I have to go that route. You know what I mean? Because as Mexican fighters, who else do we have? That's yeah, racist. Triple G. <laughs> who else do we have? <laughs> Triple G is half Korean, so. Ah, I didn't know so that. He, I thought he was I'm all Kazakhstan. He's <laughs> from Kazakhstan, but his mother is Korean. No shit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Damn. Well, they said, I, I know he's got a twin. They said his twin was actually way better 
than him. He's always at his corner with him. Right. He's yes, I've the seen corner. him. And they said that he he was way better than him back in the day. But the brother's like, you know what? I got to stay and take care of the family. So right. I'm going to push you. That's why he's always with them. Mm-hmm. And they said that, this, that his brother was more heavy-handed than Triple G. Really? Yeah. And I know Triple G could put a hole in somebody. Oh, yeah. Body. That motherfucker is... That dude knows. I mean, he's not the slickest. I wish he could get his defense up a bit. Right. But son of a bitch, no, if he gets accurate. a hold of you, oh my god, that's your ass. You ain't you ain't gonna wake up for a few days at least. Yes, I, I love how accurate he is, and he's such he's such a beautiful fighter. To watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who else? When you're watching the fights, I know we were talking earlier about the fights from last night. Who else do you look at boxing? And you're like, yo, you know what? I wish I could use some of this guy's stuff. Or like, who, who do you like? Who do you try to hands emulate? down? Emulate. My favorite is Lomachenko. Oh, yeah. I love Dude, how he schools man. people. Yes, <laughs> and my coach actually he loves Lomachenko, and he's like, he's like, you know how um, when Lomachenko fights, he's so smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how mm-hmm. smooth he is, and yeah. I'm like, when I try to do my defense, sometimes it's a little jerky. Yeah, but his is not jerky. He's just no. like he flows. He's dancing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's beautiful. dancing. He's always the, the thing I love about him. He'll pop, pop, sidestep. He come back, pop, pop again. Mm-hmm. Yes. sidestep again. So you never know where the fuck he's at. Right. You're too busy trying to cover. Mm-hmm. He's coming one from side, all he's different angles. From the, Absolutely. Yeah, he's hitting you from the front. Then you fucking pop up. You're, you're ready to hit him, and he's on the, on the other side. Lexi, yes. Popping your ass. I mean, it's it's amazing seeing him. And he's what thirty one right now. I want to say thirty around that age. Um. Yes. Yeah. yeah like he's that. got he's got some years on him now, mm-hmm. and now he's already got what like ten fights in. He's already got two world cha- uh, titles. He's fucking yeah, amazing. He is amazing, and nobody really wants to get a hold of him because, I mean, like you said, the, the biggest fight that he had was uh, uh, three fights ago against that one dude from uh, Jamaica. I want to say what the fuck is his name? Um, um he, he everybody was uh, everybody, nobody wanted to fight him because he was he was knocking everybody yeah, out. He mm. he pulled a no mas. What's yeah, his yeah. name? Yeah, oh my seventh god! Round, seventh round. He's like, yeah, I'm done. We watched him fight. I, I watched him beat Nonito Dernier. Um, oh. Dang it! The, Nonito, ever since he had his kid, kind of just like. He started yeah. being more family about instead of actual boxing. I used to love Donito, but then yeah, like, you know, life happens. Yeah, life yeah, does like, happen. Like Pacquiao. So let me ask you this: uh, since I know when a lot of people say when you're a boxer, once your confidence goes, everything else is pretty much just you're just barely hanging on either by name or or by reputation. Is that what makes a great fighter? Is their confidence? I don't know if it's just confidence. I mean, all of us fighters have a big ego yeah. and we think we're the best, but I think it's more than just confidence. I think um, it's who, if you have a good support system, if you have good training, if you have good work ethic, I think it's more than just Walters. confidence. Yeah, Walters. It was Walters. There you go. That's who it was. There you go. Thank you, sir. We actually watched the fight. Um, my brother was fighting at the Stub Hub Center against okay. um, Marcos Reyes. Yeah. And Triple G was fighting. And yeah. Anita mm-hmm. Denaire was fighting. That was such a good night. Damn. That's awesome. I, I, just, I can just imagine the things you've seen, yeah. the boxes that you've seen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. Just, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> but i can't say that because you whoop my ass so I'm just like, i love you but i hate you <laughs> like are you are you starstruck like when you meet like um boxers are like hugely known i don't think i've ever been starstruck but i do admire them like i i wish i could pick their brain and you know have at least one-on-one time to talk to them but I'm not gonna impose on them. Yeah, yeah. I know they got their so, own so lives like and their own Lom- stuff to do. If you saw Lomachenko or like Chico's tacos or some shit, would you be like, "Hey, Lomi, <laughs> Lomi, what's good?" <laughs> I I don't think I would. I'm not that kind of person. But if somebody introduced me to him, that would be yeah. great, and I would love to take a picture and and talk about his favorite stra- um, training styles because yeah. he 
yeah, his brain I would definitely have to pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, women's boxing has 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 had a weird curvature, you know, when back in the day you had a Chrissy uh, Chrissy Martin, the mm-hmm. co the coal miner's daughter. Mm-hmm. Then they had Mia St. John who was a fucking Playboy model and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden now she can box. Mm-hmm. Um you had all these people from Leila Ali and they're at the top of the game and then just women's boxing kind of just right. started coming down. But now little by little it's coming up with the they finally put some uh, a female on what HBO um Shields? Carissa uh, Shields, two time Olympic yeah, gold medalist. Yeah, she's an Olympic champion, right? Mm-hmm. Two time Olympic gold medalist. How much have, she's got you by what, like about 30 pounds, 40 pounds? She's 65. I fight at 26. So Damn. So she's how, a little bigger. So do you think they can capitalize on her gold medal? And you think women's boxing could come back up to where it used to be, where they would actually get publicized and and be put on video a lot more? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Clarissa Shields has such a great story, and she's such a young champion. Yeah, and I know she's still learning, but she's amazing, and her story will carry her. But I think boxing needs to continue to find stars and build us up together. Yeah, because we have a lot of amazing, talented, beautiful, strong, independent women that they mm-hmm. need to showcase. But they, I don't know why they don't give us a chance. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Clarissa Shields, I mean, hands down, two-time gold. Um, gold medalist in the Olympics her story is like you can't beat that yeah mm-hmm. she's wonderful and then she's so strong she's so fast she's so young yeah so she's gonna build up women's boxing but I think they can build us up faster mm-hmm. if they keep right. mm-hmm. yeah if you rise more than yeah. just one yes. it gets yeah. a lot more you think she's like the Ronda Rousey of boxing right now where mm-hmm. where she's starting no. to well I mean not I mean where at the level where Ronda was when she first came in where people were like hey look let's look at this girl fight Let's check her out instead of the actual the other fights that were right. going on when Ronda was coming out because she was like, you know, they told her to her as the pretty face and 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 she had a personality. Yeah, she had she had a great personality she does. for TV. She still does. That's yeah, why she she's does. in WWE. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why she's wrestling now. I'm why not? A, well, for her. Speaking of stories, like people love drama. Like, do you do you think that you're gonna have a a rival or do you have a rival that, um, that you guys have? Like, you guys get. You guys talk shit to each other like, on a personal level. I don't have one, but I could start one. Mm. <laughs> hey, well, who do you I, want? Who do you want? Call it. Call it. I want the champions, but of course. <laughs> but, um, Masilla Lashinovich or whatever the fuck <laughs> her yeah. name is. What's the fuck was her name? <laughs> Mergenovich. That one. That one, too. Her, <laughs> too. Yeah, she's great. I, well, okay. I, like, I'm not good at... your career. Have you one? It started. I'm not good at the drama, but <laughs> I got help in my corner, so yeah. I figured it out. We're so. real good at that. Shit. <laughs> Have you had any, anything like throughout your career? Um, like, like this one girl, like oh, this girl just pisses me off. So, I I guess as a boxer, I'm not I'm not a good um, I'm not a good rivalry because I love everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell. During during fights, like I don't have a problem. I put my game pa- my game face on, and I'm ready to fight, and I'm ready to win, and I'm ready to destroy the person in front of me. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, we're cool. Yeah, really. Yeah, actually, um, one of my one of my fighters that I fought my third fight, I was oh one and one. So she picked mm-hmm. me. She hand picked me because I had a terrible record, mm-hmm. and but I don't think I honestly lost those fights. But anyway, <laughs> um, her name is Crystal Hoy, and she's from Las Vegas, and they picked me to fight her on like three days' notice. Damn. So I went to Vegas. And I fought her, beat her, and then that was it. Then I got a chance to fight in a reality show in Mexico. It was originally called Todos Contra Mexico, and they changed it to Reto de Campeonas. Okay. And um, I didn't know who was my team. I didn't know who my teammates were. Mm-hmm. She was one of my teammates, and I was just like, oh. And we flew on the plane from 
the U.S. to Mexico okay. together. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't really like her because she I fought against her and yeah. whatever. But um, I ended up being a roommate with my actual fighter. And I was like, why <laughs> would they put me with this girl? And it ended up being that she became my best friend. Like, she's hands down the most genuine person I've ever met in boxing. And so it's weird how this sport takes you. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But I did not like her in the beginning because <laughs> she picked me to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we fought in her hometown okay. and I beat her. So I know she didn't like me. <laughs> and then we ended up in Mexico and we really developed a strong um, yeah. bond because we shared the same struggles together. Right. And I mean, Mexico was an amazing experience for me. Hands down, the best experience I've had in boxing. I never got to train with so many girls my weight. Mm-hmm. And then to fight against the Mexicans um, who had a lot of experience, it yeah. was awesome. But the way production did, you know, mm-hmm. they gave us this um, imaginative uh, story that we're going to fight tournament style. So if you won, you advanced. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. <laughs> what they, happened? For those that don't know, yeah. talk to us. They awarded me third place for not having lost. Because what? I couldn't fight in the finals because that would risk me losing or winning and beating their champion. Right. So that was the first taste of boxing that I got to see mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. how. The politics? Yes consolation prize. I was like that's ridiculous but um but that experience I, I don't regret it at all I mean mm-hmm. that um I think that really boosted up my boxing career because after that fight I got like a fight every month and Damn. I was like mm-hmm. yes I'm, I'm actually gonna start boxing because <laughs> yeah. I, I thought my boxing career was over after my fight in Vegas yeah my record was one one and one and I was like oh well, I guess I'm done boxing <laughs> but no um mexico is a great experience for it and and i was really nervous to come to mexico because um i was like oh we're the foreigners they're gonna yeah. hate us mm-hmm. right they're gonna hate us nope mexicans like fighters who can fight yep yeah. so if you can fight they'll cheer for you yep. even and um here in el paso i've gotten a lot of recognition because they've you know my community's grown up with me since i've been fighting since i was 16 years old as, mm-hmm. a, as a boxer so they follow me throughout the years and they know me and so i feel a little bit of a, yeah. a, a celebrity, right? Yeah. But over there in Mexico, they knew where I was from. They knew which country I represented. They knew how old I was. They knew my record. They knew everything about you. Damn. When you just drive to the store, yeah. they'd stop you and take pictures. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> I've never felt that before. Really? Like Mexico, they are crazy about boxing. They oh, yeah. know boxing. Oh, yeah. They, they love know their boxing. Mm-hmm. They love their champs. That's, that's why... I know, like Triple G, when yeah, he's like, got like a Triple G fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a huge Mexican fan base. I think it's because he fights like Julio Cesar. Oh yeah, yeah. he fights. He has Definitely. the same that same mm-hmm. fight. And that's why a lot of people are saying that Canelo's not loved in Mexico. Yeah, because he's too whitewashed, mm. and he he talks a lot of shit, but he won't right. do it. Right. And then Triple G, he won't say anything. He's just there. His accent's all fucked up when he talks. <laughs> you know what I mean? He talks and people are like, oh, how cute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and and it's it's one of the things that works for him, you know? You're like, oh, wow, at least he's trying. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and Canelo's absolutely. like, no, I won't fucking talk. And then when he talks Spanish, he talks all hardcore, like a fucking hard vaquero. Then he right. talks English, talks like a little girl. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's the truth. It's yeah. kind of right. sad, but I mean, it's, you know, it, when you're unsure of yourself, you know, it, mm. that's, that's what happens. That's because when... You know, I mean, testosterone's up, and then you get off the cycle. It's you the come bad meat, bro. It's the bad meat. It's the Mexican meat. It's the bad meat. All right, so now let's ask you some questions on these boxing fights coming up. Triple G Canelo 2. What do you think? Triple G. Really? Yes. Why? Is it because he's half Korean? Um, well, I mean, that's why I'm going for him. But Duh. I think his experience level, I mean, Canelo has improved so much. Mm-hmm. He really mm-hmm. has. And I admire Canelo. He's a great fighter. 
But I think Triple G's experience-wise, and, you know, in the last fight, Canelo was supposed to dominate inside. Yep. Triple G was amazing. Yeah. And he was outworking him. I I, I think Triple G. I'm going for Triple G this fight. You you know what? I saw the uh, some of the stuff from Canelo. He's sparring or in his training. He looks slow or since that knee surgery. Right. He doesn't look like he's sure about that knee. Like he can't he can't put too much torque on it on that on the right hand. And I think that's what might get Injuries him. mess you up. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Triple G, he he's looking slower. He's looking right. a lot. His age yeah, is starting to older. catch up. Yeah. He's thirty six. Yeah. His mm-hmm. age is starting to catch up. He's been on even though he hasn't been in a lot of wars. The ones he has have. They've taken a toll on him. He came on late in the game. Yes, I, I don't know. I wish, I wish he, I wish he put his fucking hands up more. Yeah, but that little unsubtle head movement, he kind of gets away with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Canelo's fast. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He he is fast. But I, I don't think he's that knee man. That right. that knee's what worries me. And, right. and I just hope it's a good fight. Hope it's not another bullshit draw. Right. Yes. Even though I think Canelo lost the first one. But that's just, yeah. just me. Well, we've well, we've well, had well, this argument. Well, no, we haven't. Because me going for Canelo, I saw the fight too. And to me, I, I agree with um, Cujo that Canelo lost that fight. Yeah. And I'll take it for what it's worth. And to me, like as much as I want Canelo to win, I'm like, he lost that fight. Right. But <laughs> I, it is what it is. I mean, I, I was there's going, more money in the rematch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there is. Yeah, Definitely absolutely. There is. Especially if there's controversy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then if Wilder and Joshua were to get into it, who do you got? Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to go for Wilder. Really? Yes, I'm going to go for Wilder. Why? Joshua, I, I'm going to go for Wilder. He's American. Uh. <laughs> Got to support my Americans. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just impressed with Wilder that, you know, when I was in the amateurs, he barely started boxing as an amateur, and he made the Olympic team. You know what I yeah. mean? He didn't have a lot of he didn't have a huge amateur background. Right. He made the Olympics and then he comes in the pros and dominates. And I, he's still got a long way to go. Like there's still things. Yeah, he, he needs looks to learn. sloppy in a lot mm. of spots. He needs to learn a lot. But I mean, it takes a good coach if he can get his I'm a huge believer in preparation. Yeah. And if he can get prepared mentally, I mean physically you can do it, but yeah. mentally I think um, he's got a shot. Yeah, he's a physical phenomenon. Yeah, he is. I mean, you see him, you're like, holy shit, the guy that big can do the things that he does. Yes. But Joshua, I think Joshua's had... Joshua's amazing, man. He's got more of a mm. pedigree. He's He's been in there he, with bigger fighters. He's been in there with... He's got Klitschko, more experience. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. the Klitschko fight alone, oh my that was God. That was Even beautiful. though Klitschko's like 60, but I mean, <laughs> that's some big God. If he lands... And, and Klitschko's got so much experience, yep. and he's such a smart fighter. Well, well he was a champ for, what, yes. over 12 years, 13 years, something like that? I mean, his jaw was also something that was, you know, uh, questioned. But I mean, to get up off the floor, knock, yeah, knock Joshua got, down. He had, he showed mm-hmm, some heart. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. he does. Which was what his brother was more known for, not not him. Right. But, yeah. I mean, his brother was amazing. I still think he yeah. beat fucking Lennox Lewis. So that was some I. bullshit. So I was I. fucking. <laughs> I was crying. I ain't gonna lie. I was like thirteen. And I was crying like a little bitch. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. They're racist. And then they're like, hey, but he's British. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. They're, they're so racist. This poor cat. And then now he's like a fucking president or mayor or what the fuck? A senator or some senator shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd seen some shit where like, uh, they were having like some kind of, uh, I guess they were having their Senate meetings. And then one of the one of the other guys from the opposing party started throwing like punches at him. I was like, dude, really? No. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. Even Don't even was like, fucking really, dude. <laughs> well, like, you're like try. 85 years old. You're trying to swing on me, really? Well, he, he was that even when he was trying to box. Yeah. I'm like, but like, he was a kickboxer like, first. Like, like, yes. Like, yes. Like, like Pacquiao. 
Yeah, yeah. Pacquiao, he's running he's his country and shit, boxing. and then yeah. he's doing boxing at the same time. Well, that's what's yeah. supporting the country. Yeah, that's <laughs> supporting the fucking country. That's the reason he's fighting. But at the same time, like when you when you don't, I guess, unless you're a pedigree, yeah, right. hey, like, but you have to like just dedicate yourself to just boxing. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And especially if you're going up there in, in age. Like mm-hmm. I don't, when, I, when I saw that fight, I saw the same thing. Yeah. His age caught up with him. Yeah, and I, you, you can tell like his mind is saying one thing. His body's body not different. Different. Yeah. like damn man, move <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, hey but Pacquiao yeah. looked good the last fight mm. he did he looked he good did. I'm not sure if he looked good or the other guy he just looked bad I mean Matisse he already retired after that yeah again and Matisse's been a fighter for a long time too yeah. but Matisse is a great fighter too but no Pacquiao yeah. did great I I was watching the old Pacquiao when he was fighting Matisse yeah he was I enjoyed without, it without Freddie Roach mind you <gasps> I know <laughs> <laughs> that was Killing did that me. hurt? It hurt me. That hurt me. <laughs> with his, was it Boo Boy? Was that his name? Uh, I don't know who his trainer is. Yeah, I think it's that, it's that one dude, Boo Boy, who yeah. was with the, the, the little chubby dude. Um, damn, that's crazy. So, how big are you on UFC? Are you do you follow it a lot or not really? I follow it a little bit. I I don't like I said. Uh, when I when UFC first came out, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, and that, I, we uh, were watching every UFC yeah. fight. I was so impressed. No weight classes. Hoist yeah. Hoist Gracie. Yes, Hoist Gracie was dominating. Like Forty five minutes nonstop. <laughs> I was yeah. nuts. <laughs> fucking tournaments. Like you fight one guy, next guy, next guy, next yeah. guy. Right. The same day. Yeah. Well, well, like, well Hoist Gracie. <laughs> and the, I remember when I would first see it, I was like, oh wow, it's good. The only way that you could get it is you'd have to uh, rent the videotape at like <laughs> Blockbuster right, or right, Major right, Players right, or whatever right. it was. <laughs> So I remember oh, I saw the major players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out the major players. Throwback. So yeah, I remember watching it one time, and Hoist Grace was getting the shit kicked out of him for like forty-five minutes, and then he just makes one subtle movement, and breaks right, the dude's arm. Right, I was like, God mm-hmm. damn, he's fighting fucking, over till it's over. Yeah, yeah, he, well, like, he was a pioneer when they came to jiu-jitsu. Well, the whole, the whole yes. Gracie family, I think, mm-hmm. is that's what there's a what Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? That's their yeah. whole walk of fame, man. Those dudes are amazing. So. Yeah. Now that Connor's coming back, I know you're excited because mm-hmm. that's your boy. That is my boy. Uh, do you think uh, he's got a shot with this Khabib or Kebab or what's his name? I saw Khabib. Khabib. He's Khabib. Khabib. How do you say? It? I don't know how to say. It. Khabib. Khabib. <laughs> he is amazing. Like that is dude never, is amazing. That, that's going to be a great fight. You think so? Oh yeah. You don't think Connor's been gone for too long? Nah. He's been gone for what two years? No, but Connor just dedicates himself like. He puts himself in that mindset that doesn't mean if he if he's out for a year, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean shit to him because he'll come back and then he'll work his ass off. Like I saw the the documentary on him. Mm-hmm. Like you can get inside his life and see all the hard work he puts right. into everything yeah. he does. You see, and, but doesn't ring rust come into effect for for boxers? Ring rust is a huge mm. huge factor to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know about with MMA, but for boxing, definitely. Yeah, well, that's what well, I was well, I'm thinking. sure with, well, when I saw John Jones fight, yeah, he had a lot of ring rust. But then again, he's he's not fully dedicated to the sport. No, he's, always he's out there like doing cocaine. Yeah, 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 yeah cocaine's a hell crashing, of a drug. And crashing into pregnant girls and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so he's not fully dedicated to the sport. Yeah. And that's the one thing that if he were to dedicate himself, mm-hmm. he'd be great. Yeah, he'd be one of the best mm-hmm. ever. One he, of the best ever. Like, even right now, he's one of the best ever. That's sad. So if he dedicated himself, yeah. he would have been like, it would have been Conor McGregor and John Jones, the oh, top shit. two guys. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I, this, he, he's the MMA guy. I'm the boxing guy, so right. I don't know shit about it. <laughs> I, I refer that to him. <laughs> I'm not an MMA expert, but I would look forward to seeing the Habib and Conor McGregor fight. Mm-hmm. Habib, he schools people with his wrestling. That's two I'm just, totally different fighters. Is he, two, is he more totally of a ground guy? Is he more of a ground yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah, his oh, wrestling's gonna awesome. Be, yeah, he's going to beat McGregor then. <laughs> <laughs> McGregor's got no fucking ground game. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no ground game. 
I'm not man. not the MMA expert. So <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> what I miss? What I miss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Connor's got any fucking ground game. That's what we thought about Rousey. Yeah, yeah Rousey's got well. All she had is that arm, that arm bar. Yeah. That, that's I mean that's all she other than that she, she like she, if Connor just stays away if he just has defense and stays away from from the ground if he boxes him pretty much right <laughs> pretty much pretty much and he's got some good kicks man who um, McGregor oh yeah mm-hmm. he's got some good kicks well I know he's a good counter puncher from what I've seen mm-hmm. he's got he's got mm-hmm. great counters <sighs> Jose Aldo three yeah. seconds oh gosh yeah. oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> we seen that that we're, fight was devastating we were seeing that you? somewhere yeah I saw that fight I was like what. Uh, you want Jose Aldo to win? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jose Aldo, like he's such champion for such a long time, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I go for champions, you know. <laughs> and I couldn't believe I was just like, he he let Connor get into his head, and he just went straight into it, straight That's into it. That's what I love about him. He fucks with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part, right? <laughs> yeah. You, he, he's a he's a fucking show, and not yeah, not just that. Is. Behind the show, he backs it up. Yeah. Mm. He fucking well, knock, he knocks people. Not up. always. He lost a fucking pretty boy. Oh, okay. Or, or Floyd okay. money. We're going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we're going to bring that up. We're going to bring that up. <laughs> At the other day, he still won. He made a fuckload of money. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he set. Well, I'm he pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he was not going into it thinking, I'm going to win. Brilliant I'm going money. into this to yep. make money. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> in, the, in the MMA world, man. Yeah. McGregor is just the man. He's the beast. Yeah. He's, he's a champion in two weight classes. Mm-hmm. How, how much like say if you were involved in a fight like the way McGregor and Alder was and you were the champion and you're training for usually you have what like four months three months to train for a certain fighter or is that less less of that, less well, that. With, with the exception of the three day fight that you had with right, that one right. girl but like generally when you say alright I'm gonna fight this one person how often is it in between so for, for like unless you're the camp. champion yeah it's six weeks but if it's not a championship fight like I've been called three days notice to fight yeah so in boxing, you gotta be ready. All right, mm-hmm. because so you're weeks. female, you gotta be ready because right. you never know when you'll get an opportunity. But for as a champion, usually you get six weeks of training camp. Okay, so say if you bust your ass for those six weeks, because I know I've, I've heard kind of a, a few stories about how your training uh, days go. You're basically in the gym from sun up to sundown. Yeah, and then a little bit after that, if you uh, how 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 what kind of mentality would you walk out of? You're busting your ass for six weeks. You go in there three seconds later, you're getting knocked the fuck out. Oh gosh, that's devastating. But my opinion is, um, although he just he rushed in, yeah. he wasn't fighting his style. Like mm-hmm. you know, especially as a champion, you have to maintain your composure. Yeah, and you got to let your technique flow. You mm-hmm. can't force it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he definitely forced it. But like I said, I'm not an MMA expert. Right. Maybe I misunderstood. But that's what I saw when I saw yeah. the fight. Yeah, and I mean boxing we have a lot more rounds i mean mma is longer rounds i mean yeah longer, yeah, longer rounds, rounds but mm-hmm. shorter and i mean that's a different strategy you have mm-hmm. to i and i'm all about strategy so right. for boxing like i i do my homework mm-hmm. I, I prepare i focus on her strengths her weaknesses my strengths my weaknesses mm-hmm. and i already got my game plan a game plan b game plan c yeah and i'm already reviewing the fight in my head over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. so i know exactly what i'm gonna do right and that's me yeah so mm-hmm. i wouldn't let mind games mess with my strategy right but like i said maybe i'm missing a lot of things but mm. that's that's my point of view yeah well i mean mike tyson said it best everybody has a game plan to get punched in the face yeah. that's <laughs> true. You're like all right that's now what that's true. And, no, I, and it goes to show, like when I remember we had a, we had a friend yeah. that was um he was doing a, a boxing thing um for a, it was it was local, but he had been training 
for mm-hmm. boxing. And he asked us, like, hey, do you mind sparring with us? Zero boxing experience here. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, how much, how much of, how hard could it be? Yeah, how hard can it be? You know what I mean? <laughs> this guy's been boxing for like two days and shit. <laughs> it's all good. So I step into the ring and f- he fucked my ass up. Yeah, he like, did. I had a plan in my head. And after the word, after the fact, I was like, my head was hurting so right. fucking yeah. bad. I'm like, I can't do this shit, man. Like, right. I, I can't. I'm like, like all props to all boxers, well, all fighters in general. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, like from one little sparring session, like like two minutes. Yeah, it wasn't even that. I'm like, like yeah. half a round. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, man, my head was fucking killing me. That's the beauty of fighting, is like like you said, you know, if you get hit, that changes the whole fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely, that makes a huge difference. But I, like I said, I, I depend on preparation. Mm-hmm. So do, do my homework. I'm ready. Do people assume that you have a screwed loose that you enjoy doing this? You know what I mean? Because I mean, <laughs> not not only all right, it's one thing to do it in a fight. But then you get your ass kicked, or not necessarily kicked physically, but you know you get all the wear and tear on your body from the training, from the sparring, from the fucking running. Then your eating habits, and you know what I mean. It just takes an overall effect on you. Do you? I mean, do you love pain? I mean, I mean, like what? I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, cause like when you see that one dude, the one the before you, the biggest boxer around here was Kirino from fucking Juarez. And his record was like three wins and like eighty five losses, and they'd fucking talk to him before, and he's like, "Oh, I love, I love chingasos." He's like, "Yeah, dude, but you always fucking lose." Like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. Do you um, love, or is it just uh, what is it about boxing itself that 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 you love so much? I love the challenge. I love the competition. I mm-hmm. love winning. Um, I don't like getting hit in the face. <laughs> I do my I do my best not to get in the face. I work on my defense. Um, I don't. I've been injured. Roman and Ryan know all about my injuries. Um, yeah. I've I've overtrained before. I've broken my hip. I've had to fight with a broken hip. I've gone oh, through it all, and I I mean I have a lot of mental toughness, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to sacrifice to get the win to fight mm-hmm. and stay the champ. How much of that mental toughness comes from your academy? A lot. My family is very um, integral in my training mm-hmm. and in motivating me and supporting me. Yeah. And not letting me give up not being lazy not letting mm. me quit yeah so it's huge because i know i know one of the things and, and i want to applaud you for this a lot of times when i've seen you either on the news or in other you know on the radio or heard you on the radio or whatever it oh not i want to say by default but you're always thanking the family which is something a lot of people mm. usually oh well you know it's all me and you know but you actually go out of your way and it's like yo my parents my fucking my brothers and sisters they're the ones that put me in check and you know they they give me that support that 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 I need to push through everything, you know, and you know, kudos to you. A lot of people won't do that. A lot of people will be like, you know what? They're in my way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because I mean? a lot of people are like, you know, that it's it's about me, not about them. Right. You know, yeah. and, and that's the one thing that we love about you. Not only do you do that with your with your family, you know, with your with your academy, but you do that with El Paso. Oh, yeah. I, and that's fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely, and I I appreciate the support that my family and my community has given mm-hmm. to me. And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you're the best." No, I I was not the best. I'm not naturally talented. I work super hard, mm-hmm. and my family puts me in my place, and they know what I can do, and they believe in me, and yeah. then they push me to do it. Because sometimes, uh, you know, I always tell this to to the youth. You know, growing up, I never imagined I'd be a world champion boxer. That's not mm-hmm. right. what, it was one of my goals growing up. Yeah. Um. But my, especially my dad. My dad's Master Han, and he's he has so much faith in his children and his family, and right. he 
Like if he believes in you, it's gonna happen. Nice. So I I have huge appreciation and love for my family, mm-hmm. for my friends, for my students, for my community because without everybody's support, I would not be at this point. And you know what? And that that's that's cool that you're, that you're saying that because I remember last night I was watching the Hall of Fame speeches for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and everybody said that says you know what? I'm not the one up here. Me, my family, my community—we're all the ones up mm-hmm. here because you guys made me what I am today. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and you know, and that's one thing when you're oh, whatever, dude. You're fucking—you got X amount of billions of dollars. You're an NFL fan, or you know, you're a golden emblem to the NFL. But when you hear somebody that is actually part of your community and actually says it, and not only says it but believes it like you do, mm-hmm. yo, congrats to you on that. And not Thank only you. that, but congrats on all your wins and everything else that's coming up for you. Because I mean, you're you're. You're putting us on the map, and you're making us proud. Yeah. Thank you. There is a reason why you're a Paso sweetheart. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. I will say that. So what's a, what's a typical training day for you? So when I'm training, especially for fight time, yeah. um, in the mornings I wake up, I go to Crucis. Usually my brother, um, since he has his own school now, it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. But usually Avi and I go to Crucis five, six times a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we train with Louis and my teammates, mm-hmm. Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I train with several guys and they're all amazing. Yeah. After we train and I'll be in Crucis like three, three and a half hours sometimes mm-hmm. because that's the time that Louis can make for me. Right. And I come back home, um, I shower, I eat lunch, then I teach classes at my dad's dojang. Okay. Then afterwards, and even though I'm teaching, sometimes I can still spar. Right. I mean, we do modified boxing, not yeah. kickboxing because Louis will kill me. <laughs> and then after the classes are finished, then I train again at night. Okay. So it's like I'm... Just constant even, even when I'm teaching class, I'm still doing some kind of exercise, some kind of training. Right. So it's it's all day long. And I need it because, like I said, I, I'm not naturally gifted. I, I work <laughs> super hard. Like yeah. my brother, A.B., he's amazing. Like he'll see one thing, practice it once, and he can use it. Okay. Me completely different. Like Lou gives me a technique, I have to do it a thousand times right. before I'm comfortable using it. Right. And I'm sure that frustrates Louis more than anything, but <laughs> it is what it is. I don't get it right away. I have to practice and practice and practice. But yeah. I know myself, so I'm willing to do the work to do it. And sometimes a lot of talented fighters don't do the work that's mm-hmm. that's necessary. And that's why they don't overcome those humps. Yeah, they usually rely just on their God-given yes. abilities instead of what actual hard work yes. and whatnot. So hard what do you do on your off. free time? Because, I mean, if you're always training and running, and what do you do on your <gasps> free time? Like, is there like, anything? Like, is there free time in your world? Does that even exist? Like, is there a body part that's not in pain? <laughs> like, one little area? <laughs> like, like, right here? During, during training camp, it's hard. Like, Roman has to remind me, go go to Dr. Ponce, get your therapy, get, mm. make sure you're resting because especially at this point in my life, rest is almost as important as the, the training. hard training. Yeah. And it's hard to, there's not enough hours in the day to do it. Yeah. So um, during train camp, that's training. I, I don't have time to do anything else. I'm trying to mo- um, promote my fight. I'm trying to get tickets sold. I'm trying yeah. to get the word out so that right. people will come and support us. And, and I'm trying to win. So during training camp, I have no life. Okay. But after training camp, then I can relax and like, um, I love spending time with the family. I am a happy, happy aunt. Okay. Of a nephew and two nieces, and oh, oh they are my world. And I, this weekend we just saw them. And actually, um, after this, I'm gonna go see um, my niece Josie, who just turned one last week, but oh, she was wow. in Houston. Congrats! So oh, happy birthday! Oh. Yeah, happy birthday, Josie. <laughs> 
One year old. <laughs> and um, so family is very important to me. So I love as much as possible spending time with babies because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't get to see them very much. Right. And um, I love spending time with Ryan. I love spending time with my friends. Um, sometimes when we're go out to eat, oh. we're going to eat some cream food, right? Mm. <laughs> I love to eat. So if anybody ever wants to do something for me, food. Food. Well, <laughs> what's that one place that you keep on talking about on the west side? The fucking um, the fuck the, ah, the on the west side. Cosmo uh, or Cosmo or oh, that's, the, that's, that's Japanese. That shit. I like Japanese food too. Uh, I like yeah, all food. Uh, uh, Kaidama. Kaidama. It's I've never ramen. been there. The ramen. It's on Boston. Oh, I've heard of it, but I've never been that's there. That's good. Yeah, he he, oh, he swears ramen. by yeah, it. I swear by it. Yeah, he swears by it. Mm-hmm. He says it's that's good. the only thing he'll eat. It's to me like I never been to Japan, and so to me that's what authentic. Ramen would feel like right, <laughs> so, right. Japan's amazing. It looks legit, right? Yeah. Like it's not from like little bags and shit. Like Walmart, <laughs> it's not the little ramen noodles. Oh, no, like, a couple noodles. That's that good shit with a little hot sauce. You put a little hot but, sauce in no, it. No, it. it looks legit and it's real good. I highly I recommend you. it. It's on Boston Street. Okay. So do, do you get swarmed a lot here in El Paso? Like when they see you on the bus, like yo, well, that's Jennifer. Or do you still kind of like kind of fly under the radar? Um. Or is it off and on, hit or miss? No, people. I'm I'm northeast, so like my I I'm pretty much in the northeast unless I have events to go to. Yeah, and everybody knew me growing up, so um, when they see me, they'll definitely give me props yeah. and they'll. This is Jenny from the block. Yeah, huh? they'll, they'll, Jenny they'll, from the block. That's how it is. They'll take pictures. They'll ask me about my fights. I always want to know when my next fight is coming up. So yeah. it's great to be recognized, especially in my my little community. Mm. But. Um, when I go to events and then people like go crazy about taking pictures, I'm like, what is this real? <laughs> this is nuts. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, do you, do you carry your belt everywhere? No. <laughs> no. I would. I put that shit on the bumper of the car and just fucking ride with that. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? What's the like? But that's like, you're not, you're not trained for a fight. Like, so like every day, do you have to do some type of physical activity or? So if I. I'm teaching class, so I'm always doing martial arts. So mm-hmm. even if it's not super intense, I'm still doing something. Yeah. But yeah, if I don't, if I don't, what bothers me the most is when I don't spar, mm. because I feel like sparring is like the most accurate represent- representation of me being able to execute the techniques mm-hmm. I've been working so hard for. Mm-hmm. And when I don't get sparring, that irks me. Now, when you spar, is it like a full-out sparring, or is it like light sparring? Or like, what is it? Do you do you feel the pain when you get oh. hit in the face? And like, yeah. <laughs> I spar with dudes that try to tear my head off. So yes, when I spar, we are sparring, and um, I enjoy that sparring the most because it's the most realistic, mm-hmm. and that's when I can get my timing down the best. But I, I do light sparring. Like, um, we'll spar at the at the karate school. Yeah. And um, you know, they're not boxers, mm-hmm. but they'll help me. And I mean, I even learn from white belts sometimes. So oh, yeah. everybody helps me. Everybody mm-hmm. has their strengths. Everybody mm-hmm. has their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the very unorthodox people help me with new techniques. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't care who I spar. No, nope. I just like, enjoy when it comes to longevity, do you think it's like damaging to your brain or like the sparring sessions? I know that that's a big controversy. Like sparring, it's sparring. It's it's probably more dangerous than actual fight. The actual fight. The actual fight. So my coach, um, Louis, he doesn't recommend that I spar every day because because you're taking mm-hmm. too much punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, before I went with Louis, I sparred every day. Mm-hmm. I sparred with my sisters. I sparred with my brothers. I sparred with whoever was at the gym willing to box with me. And um, yeah, it does take a toll on you. Um, but I do work on my defense. I'm mm-hmm. very evasive fighter. I don't like I don't like getting smashed in my head. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that's I, a good that's yeah. a good thing to go with. I I've been knocked out once in my life, 
and it happened to have been on national TV. Oh, <laughs> I saw that. And one. Everybody saw it. <laughs> yep. And um, you're winning that fight. Thank you. You're winning that fight. Mm-hmm. I was. It was a learning experience, and I actually um, I didn't remember the fight at all. Really. Mm-hmm. And so it basically erased an hour of my life. Because it happened like in like, the last three seconds of the mm-hmm. fight, right? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. given that fact, like, does that scare you? Like, are you yeah, worried about like, that, like CTE? After that, yeah. yeah. After that fight, I was, um, I I was on the verge of quitting because I was like, you know what? If that happened to me, then mm-hmm. maybe maybe I don't need to be doing this. But um, my dad, who believes in me, and. <laughs> He, he doesn't believe in quitting and he's like nope you have to go back and fight her again and redeem yourself and prove to yourself what you're worth and I did and I mean every every experience is a learning experience but I do not want to suffer from CTE mm-hmm. Ryan knows that and I'm going to do everything in my power to stay healthy stay strong stay physically fit for the sport that I love as long as I can do it but mm-hmm. when I'm when I start slowing down, or I'm taking too much punishment, or I'm just—it's my time. Mm-hmm. I know my family, my friends—they'll let you know. They'll mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'll let me know. But I—I've got—I've got a few good fights left in me, so <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Did, did you get your rematch with that girl? Um, I did. I fought her twice and beat her. Nice. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows about those fights. <laughs> <laughs> it's that spinning uh, backhand that got you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I—I I did the spinning backhand the same time she yep. did, but hers landed and mine didn't i was just like i was so devastated because um i didn't believe i all i remember is waking up in a room mm-hmm. and chuck norris is there giving me a pep talk and he's telling me how good of a oh, fighter fuck. i am chuck norris. and Shout he's out to chuck norris is ranging yeah he he was just so positive and i was like this is like really cool that he's talking to me, right. but why? Or oh, you just like me? daydreaming, like yeah, I was the like, fuck, <laughs> am I in the fucking Texas <laughs> Rangers show? Like, Roman. What's going on? Roman. Yeah. You're like <laughs> Chuck Norris is in here. I was like, why? Why is he talking to me? I don't know why he's talking to me. I was like, when am I gonna fight? And everybody's like, you already did. And I was oh, like, shit. I did. And they're like, yeah, you lost. And I was like, no. <laughs> it, it, it's like you know, one plus one equals two. It right. wasn't yeah. adding up. I was like, no, yeah. they're lying to me. I don't know what they're talking about. I didn't believe them until i saw the fight oh. and i was just like and then when i came back home everybody saw the fight <laughs> <laughs> and i was like this is horrible and um but as a blessing in disguise because after that fight people were lining up to fight me after that and i was like oh, <laughs> this, will yeah. <laughs> this will work you should have fought chuck norris at that point he was like fuck it let's let's make it worth it then oh, he was awesome he was yeah, awesome yeah, you can't go wrong with chuck yeah. once chuck I, norris I, 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 talks <laughs> to you that's how you know you made yeah, it right. that's how you know you made it you, you're in there <laughs> You're like, like, fuck like, it. Like, that's why I give I give props to, like, all fighters. Yeah. Like, because when you're, like, if you're fighting, like, okay, you're fighting a, a friend or whatever, like, okay, it's just a fight. But when yeah. you're fighting in front of people, and not, not to mention the national stage, right. televised Ooh. stage, for that matter, you're, you're so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're, like, you're there, like, pretty much, like, half naked, mm-hmm. fighting someone, mm-hmm. and then everyone's seeing you. Right. You know what I mean? And then to be knocked out. And I could only imagine what that would do to your psyche, like not only seeing like, you but criticizing you on yeah. top of yes. that. Whether you do good or bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether you do good or bad is like, yeah. well, I would have whooped his ass earlier if you yeah. had done this and that. I was like, well fuck. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> oh I mean, that's gotta be annoying. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd be like, Well, yeah, like, like, how about you get in there then? Yeah. And shut the fuck like up the, and put the some the gloves uh, on. When the morning quarterback in yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean you'll see it like and, and you know, you'll see it. You, you know, with the HBO bot, uh, broadcasts or whatever, when they're doing their broadcasts, they're like, well, you know, had this person done this better, then he would have been able. like, really, dude? Like, that's, <laughs> right. you can't really just stop and like, well, let me do this now. I right. mean, you're just in the heat of the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the adrenaline. Like I said, 
you know, the friend that he was talking about, I was, I was doing the same thing with him. And the moment you get in there, it's like, all right, cool. It's, you know, it's whatever. You put your gloves on, put your headgear on. It's like, this is nothing. The moment that bell rings and you see somebody fucking rushing you, your heart level goes <laughs> through the <laughs> roof. Time slows down. Right. Three minute round seems like you're in there for four days fucking fighting. <laughs> I swear to God, like you got all of a sudden you start breathing hard that nobody you haven't even fucking moved yet. <laughs> you're sweating. You're like, oh shit, I'm gonna poop myself. Like, you know, like it's fucking it's it's some scary shit. Yeah. And that's just sparring. Mm. You know what I mean? That's mm. with headgear mm. with protection, not right. when mm. you're actually fighting. Yeah, with fucking, and that's just the you and you and that person. You know yeah, I mean? not, not good. Like not twenty thousand yeah, fucking people the whole, watching you. Yeah, live audience and everything. Yeah. Like, I can only imagine how the way that would feel. Like, like is it is it hard to come back from that that knockout? So for me mentally, I was like, ah, uh, I just I, you feel sorry for yourself. You have so many negative um, opinions about yourself. Like, I'm not good enough to do this. Mm-hmm. I I can't do this. You know, if I, it just you bring yourself down. You are your worst yeah. enemy. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, my dad let me cry a little bit, and then after. <laughs> when you get knocked out you have to take time because you suffer from a concussion you need right. mm-hmm. time for your brain to heal or else you'll suffer from second impact syndrome which could lead to death so yeah yeah you need to take it seriously and i did and when i was uh healthy enough to spar again my dad just kind of slowly pushed me into it and i was just like whatever i mean i'll, I'll spar because you know this is still my life this is right. still my mm-hmm. something that i love to do but i'm not fighting anymore i'm not fighting anymore uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that i do he was like nope you're ready you're ready and you just have to gain that confidence back and believe in yourself right and, and then you go and do it it's like getting kicked off a horse you get back right you get right back on the horse mm-hmm. damn and what was that feeling like when you for your first fight after that knockout um i was very very nervous mm-hmm. i i i mean you're always if they say that they're, they're not nervous for a fight they're lying yeah, to yeah. you they're yeah, lying yeah. to you <laughs> but um yeah i had it was very uh, a lot of anxiety, mm. and I was just like I, I was unsure of myself. But you know, as soon as the first punch or the first kick, mm-hmm. then you're you're back in your groove. You're back yes. to normal. That's your environment. Yeah. Like, like the nerves go away, yes. just adrenaline. Yes, kicks yeah. in, and then you're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Because because I remember when, when I when I fought uh, when we sparred, um, our friend, like he was kicking my ass, and it was just it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was just like like I'm not. He's just hitting me. I'm like I'm not I can't do anything here. Yeah. Like I'm trying to like run away. I'm trying to like run away and he's just yeah. kicking my ass. I'm like fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm like I can't do anything. Quicksand. Yeah, right. so Quicksand. I, yeah. So I can only imagine how like getting knocked out and also like I think it's more demoralizing when someone's technique just overpowers you. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like it's that feeling that I felt. It's like yeah. no matter what I do, like I'm getting my ass kicked here. Right. <laughs> like, and especially with you how you say you're well-rounded in um different aspects of the game as far as um martial arts like when you beat someone who has dedicated to boxing their whole life mm-hmm. like how that that, that might feel right. for them right and it's like oh this girl she knows all this stuff and i've been doing boxing my whole life mm-hmm. and she just fucking mm-hmm. tore me up right especially when they're technically superior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that messes with you yeah that's that's the beauty of boxing that's the beauty mm-hmm. of the fight game i know you never know on any given day bro you never know look at <laughs> buster douglas mike tyson <laughs> You never fucking yeah, know. Yeah, if you don't bring true. your A game, if you go in there with the fucking, ah, I'm going to walk through this person, that's when you get your ass handed to you. Mm-hmm. You never know. But the second time you spar, you're going to do better. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I'll run away better. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, right there won't be a second time. That's how I do better. I won't backpedal. I'll just side to side. <laughs> fetal <laughs> position, bro. You can <laughs> never go wrong with the fetal MC position. Hammer this shit. I mean, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know what, Jennifer? We'd like to thank you for coming out, taking the time. I know you got a busy, busy, busy schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate you representing the 915. Appreciate you coming out here onto, onto the podcast. Let you know you always got an open chair whenever you want to talk shit to somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we'll help you with that. <laughs> we'll promote as much as we can. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're here for, you know? I mean, it's, it's only right for, uh, you know, for everybody to help each other, within, yeah. especially within the community that we have here. Um, I can't wait to see your next fight. Hopefully, you get it pretty soon. Like you mm-hmm. said, hopefully, mm-hmm. you get that good news. Can't wait to see you raise that belt for what the fifth time, fifth yes. title defense mm-hmm. is yes. that coming up? Yeah. Yes. So that that would be awesome. Um, any last words for your uh, fans or anybody else listening? No, just thank you guys for listening, supporting us. Thank you for Kujo and Vince inviting me to be part of your podcast. Mm-hmm. I, it's an honor. I this is my my pleasure. So please continue to invite me. Like, do you, oh, have, do you sure. have anything that you, that you want to promote, like any event that you're going to, or an is Instagram or Facebook or anything? Yeah, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, sponsor. Shout yeah. out to the sponsor. <laughs> Who's the sponsors? Well, Western Tech is my main sponsor, but Western yeah, Tech. Western okay. Tech has mm-hmm. been so good to me. Um, but everybody, they sponsor me for the fights. Um, I have Dr. Ponce. I have. Um, Casa Nissan has been so yeah. good to me. I love Alberto. <laughs> Los Pelones are the best. Um, <laughs> Yes, yes. Long car has has my billboards up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them. Awesome. I've heard your commercials. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm working on it. <laughs> and go the Victor Victor Ortiz route. The Victor oh yeah, Ortiz. yeah. Victor Ortiz, huh? <laughs> but you know what? Victor's a cool guy, and he works so hard. Um, the surgeons have been good to me. Um, Doctor Agulo. Okay. Southwest yes. plastic <laughs> surgery is, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you get to see it? Yeah. Well, I saw the. Yeah. Was it? That's the second time you've been cut open, right? With I've been cut up in way more than oh, two yeah? times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, if you, you just have to look close at me, and you'll see all my scars. <laughs> but that scar tissue comes uh, up real quick, right? Yes, right. it does. You touch and it, it just pops. Unfortunately, I cut very easily, so yeah, yeah it happens Damn, a lot. Kind of the Diaz brothers. The Diaz, yeah. the Diaz brothers. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I saw that with a Crespo girl, and I was like, I was like, man, not only is she hers she cut me so deep and went all the way to the bone it took 17 stitches 17 i was like i like i mean it hurts but you don't realize how deep it is until i got to see it on instagram so everybody's follow me on social media please follow me tag me (laughs) like me get at her on facebook i know that's how we started with her Mm -hmm. you you know believe it or not a lot of people that you know they're like have some kind of popularity if you send them something, they won't send shit back. You within, I want to say, like five minutes or ten minutes, you like hit me back on the Facebook. So got a good team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So please hit her up on her Facebook and her Instagram, uh, Snapchat. No, I have Snapchat, but I yeah. don't want to use it. Yeah, <laughs> Neither do we. We have one, but yeah. we don't know how to fucking use it. <laughs> it's just there. It's just there to say we have one. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta hire someone for that. Yeah. 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 My but sisters no get mad at me. They're like, "You never check my messages." I'm like, "I don't know how." <laughs> <You never> check- <laughs> <laughs> Any more sponsors? Um, <laughs> I don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah. Am I? Uh, yeah, Aqua Hydrate. It's owned by Mark Wahlberg and P. Diddy, and they're so good to mm, me. Okay. okay. And uh, Java. Java Print House. Yes. Java? They Is do. They bring on my walkout gear, so okay. that's why oh, I was okay. the good. Yeah. And. And Unbroken, yep. I'm wearing an Unbroken shirt today. That's right. They, you okay. just uh, got picked up by them, right? Not too long ago. Or was it two, three years ago? Yes, mm. yes. Yeah, because I, I, I saw the commercial. Awesome. I saw the commercial for mm. that on uh, YouTube. They did the commercial. It was the best commercial ah, ever. Yeah, it, it, was, it was. The quality was great. But yeah. Shout out to Roman, too, for making this <laughs> Roman. happen. Roman. Uh, Marketing. Roman Robles. <laughs> Ro- Roman Robles unless you're in fucking Oklahoma. It's <laughs> Roman <laughs> Robles. <laughs> Roman Robles. Shout out to him. Shout out to the entire Han family for mm-hmm, being mm-hmm, such mm-hmm. great uh, treasures for the city of El Paso, yeah, yeah. not only within the boxing, but, you know, you guys are 
helping people's lives with your yeah. with your academy. Yeah. Yes. You know I mean, shout out to you guys, especially. I mean, hope hopefully you guys stay together because I mean, just from talking to you, it's all family, and that's yeah. you know, uh, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Mm. Definitely is. Um, my brothers, Ev, Izzy, my sisters, Heather, Stephanie, my dad, my mom, mm-hmm. um, we're all very, very strong. Don't get me wrong, we have our share of fights, but. Right. It's fun to fight, so. Mm. <laughs> you see, but usually when people fight in here in El Paso, they have that argument. You guys will actually probably come fisticuffs <laughs> is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're like, hey, you know what? The SWAT team's going to come in. The Hans are fucking it's at like, it again. It's like, oh, you're fucking hey, up. Hey, hey, you guys are going to spar just to it. <laughs> right. And right. Shit you just fucking get it over with and fucking, we'll, we'll take the loser. <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know what? Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the whole mm-hmm, team. Mm-hmm. You know, blessings to you. I hope everything goes great. and. and from what I've seen so far from your fights, love the style, your technicality. Thank you. I know you're going to do big and better things. Shout out to you. Keep doing what you're doing, Mom. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Keep supporting me. You guys are the best. Appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Until next time, guys. What? It's oh, yeah, say it. I'm sorry. Are you going to say it? Yeah, I'll say it. Don't die. Don't die. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's our slogan. Don't die. Don't die. Don't be a dick. Keep, okay. following, keep following Jennifer. Keep following her school. If you have any kids that are in El Paso area that you want to go ahead and get them some fucking good teachings, whether it's mental, physical, hit her up at her school. Her brother Aby's got her new school, his new school on the west side. Mm-hmm. Take care mm-hmm. of these cats, and they'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Shout out, deuces. Later.